Coming up tonight in the Ringside Report. We have fans trying to cancel John Cena after his uh, comments on Chris Canyon. We have uh, WWE bringing back the American Gladiators. We have the Young Bucks hint at a new AEW titles. We have Shane Thorne getting a new gimmick in WWE. We have AEW being blocked from using the King of Hearts for Owen Hart's Memorial Tournament. We have Bray Wyatt teasing a return to wrestling soon. We have the Royal Rumble being set for a Saturday in a huge stadium. Uh, we have Nick Khan becoming a fixture backstage in WWE. And lastly, we have Alexa Bliss set to be taken off WWE TV. Question mark. They're the headlines. Carl, hit me with the first one. Okay. So, talking about John Cena. So, Chris Canyon was the subject of this week's Dark Side of the Ring. Um, And as we know from the last episode of Dark Side of the Ring, um, yeah, it turns out when you are the subject of that show, um, things don't go well for you. So, obviously, Ric Flair... Mm. um, a lot of stuff came to light around the plane ride from hell, uh, which led to almost Ric Flair being kind of cancelled. Um, so we went for Tommy Dreamer instead. Yeah, well, yeah, Ric Flair, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, um, so it has casualties, if you will. But yeah, so the attention was focused on Chris Canyon this week and his uh, battle and struggle with the fact that he was a um, homosexual um, man in the crazy world of pro wrestling that felt like he couldn't come out to yeah um, well that's the thing it was especially at a time when it very much felt like you couldn't um it's like it's i think it's still a difficult thing now but it's a lot more um accepted doesn't feel like the right word but it, like it's a lot more accepted in the biz isn't it i mean yeah uh, i think it was anthony bowens has actually even spoke about it because of that because he actually Mm-hmm. Um, I think he read Chris Canyon's book as a as a youngster, which was yeah. um, again some of the factors for him going into wrestling in a similar vein. Uh, no, definitely. Um, ask, carry on. <laughs> no, um, but I think obviously uh, if you watch the episode Dark Side of the Ring, you know it brings up the fact that after Canyon had um, you know the whole invasion angle had kind of fizzled out and stuff like that, they kind of brought him back. Um, and put him randomly in a thing with The Undertaker where he came out of a wooden box, almost like a closet, um, started singing, Boy George, do you really want to hurt me? You know, and was told to effectively come out and do it in, you know, as camp as he possibly could and ended up, you know, beating, get, you know, having this shit beaten out of him by The Undertaker. Um, so a lot of people kind of felt that was WWE's way of saying, if you come out the closet, we're going to beat the shit out of you. Um, and Chris Canyon, you know, until his untimely death, felt that way as well. That, you know, I mean, they were. I'll be honest. The way you've explained it there doesn't feel like the most subtle subtext WWE's ever put out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, all that kind of stuff was quite um, prevalent at the time. I think a lot of people knew he wanted to then, you know, come out as being like the first openly gay pro wrestler. Um, they also, you know, did we also had um, Orlando Jordan in the ranks at the time and were planning to do a similar thing. That caused a lot of kind of beef and animosity between, you know, WWE and Chris Canyon. And it was around about this time that John Cena um, was a guest on the Howard Stern show. And, you know, if you've ever seen the Howard Stern show, nothing is really off limits on that show. You know, 
yeah, some interesting episodes um, if you want to oh, go yeah. and see. Um, but yeah, on the Cena episode, you know, the Canyon stuff got kind of brought up and Cena basically said something along the lines of the fact that, you know, it wasn't anything to do with that, you know, in terms of why he's no longer with the company. It had nothing to do with the fact he was gay, that, you know, they didn't kind of target him in that way, nothing like that. He was simply fired because he wasn't any good. Um, and so, you know, interestingly, Cena has taken a lot of flack for this. Also on the Howard Stern show the following week, um, Ric Flair came on the show. Now, Chris Canyon was working, you know, in some capacity with the Howard Stern show um, at this time. So it was posted WWE career. You know, he felt like they had a, a bit of an agenda against them. And he, he did kind of come out and speak about it quite often on the show. Mm. Um, but Ric Flair, who was someone that Canyon looked up to, um, also came on the Howard Stern show and basically just told Chris Canyon that no, he, he was trash and that's the reason he was fired and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it was Shit. ultimately, yeah, it was ultimately not Maybe. a good time for, for Chris, but obviously people watching the episode of dark side of the ring saw what John Cena said. Um, and imminently he was trending across the likes of Twitter um, and so on and so forth with people taking a bit of an umbrage to the fact that, you know, feeling like he contributed to, you know, Canyon's mental health and, you know, his kind of ultimate demise in a way. Uh, See, I'm a bit torn on this and I, 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 it's a volatile topic that I try, I, I, part of me doesn't even want to talk about it, but the fact is he was literally asked his opinion. Yeah. Like you can't, it's not like he actively went out of his way to talk about Canyon in a negative light. They said to them, essentially, what do you think of him? What do you think of our nationality? They, they wanted his opinion on the show, so I don't really think you can come at him for that. Like, I don't think it's fair to say you contributed to it. Like, so it's like, right? So you can only ever say nice things. Like, you can't say your actual opinion when people ask for your opinion. You can only ever say nice things, and that's absolutely not meant as any disrespect to Canyon. And you know, like it, it, it was a horrible situation. But mm. like, I, I just don't get how you can come at Cena for for answering a question. Yeah. No, I agree. It doesn't make any um, sense to me. And by the way, seeing his opinion is something we'll get onto because I don't agree with it, but it's still his opinion. Yeah. Um, it's a weird on this because without going too in-depth into it and stuff, you know, it's been talked about that Cena was responsible for a couple of people losing their jobs in WWE. So the likes of Kenny Dykstra and ultimately Mickey James um, over a period of time because of mm. shenanigans and stuff that had happened, um, you know, backstage and so on and so forth. But, I mean, you could argue um, he had that throw being the face that runs the place. Yeah, so he certainly had the power. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately what Cena did, whether he was towing the company line, whatever, you know, he said that Canyon was fired because he wasn't that good, right? And I think to your point that, you, that you're going to come on to is the fact that we don't agree with that. Um, at least I don't. I think Canyon was no, a fantastic I think, worker. I, I don't know. I don't think anyone will ever know whether WWE had an agenda because he was gay, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's something that Dave never admitted. I think Cena made the point in the interview, oh, you know, he was released from the company before he even came out, like almost suggesting that there's no way WWE could have known even though they clearly fucking could have. But let's let's just say we, we're never going to know on that front. He was a victim of just dog shit booking. Yeah. We know he can go in the ring. We knew he was a really talented guy from his WCW days, so there's no reason they couldn't have booked him and booked him well. And technically in the ring, I think, again, a lot of people have pointed this out, 
he was better than Cena in that sense. Like Cena might, I might try and have the argument he wasn't the whole package, and what they had in WWE was not like a, like a you know, a, a great character or a great guy. But the fact of the matter is, he could have been, and you know, we've seen many people who were really talented who were victims of creative. So you can't put it on Canyon. No, no, of course not. I think you know, he was known as the innovator of offense. Like he literally would come up with some crazy insane moves in the ring there's no denying the fact that he, he could go in the ring you know i think yeah. there was always a bit of a question mark around his maybe his on-screen kind of persona and stuff like that like obviously he had quite a big lisp and that's not you know but that was, was historically um, frowned upon apologies for not remembering but he had a masked character in wcw that that was really over mortis yeah so mortis, it was around like it was around like the the mortal Kombat time wasn't it um he was effectively Involved in that, we had Glacier involved. We had obviously Adam Bomb came into it as um, yeah, yeah. a character as well, um, as you know, in that time, Wrath wasn't it? Um, so yeah, obviously he was super over. But then the NWO happened, and it became a big shift away from like cartoony stuff to real well, life I things. Think, um, Cody Rhodes famously pointed out with um, with uh, Zack Ryder, if you can be uh, get over once, you can get over again. Yeah, I and, agree. Uh, you know, so he had it. it Oh yeah, sorry. I was gonna say he had everything that he needed to in terms of technical prowess in the ring, um, you know. And I think even as like who better than Canyon and stuff like that, like he had something, you know. And WWE realized that at least at some point he came in. He was a tag team champ, and um, did he put the, the 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 TV title on him? Did, like basically, he was a double champ in WWE. I can't remember what it was that he had. <laughs> I think it was like a tag belt and, and one of the singles belts, but. You know, they recognised he had something in him then as well. But, you know, yeah. also in that documentary, it does paint him in a bit of a interesting light. You know, he obviously had bipolar uh, disorder um, and stuff as well. So he had a lot going on, you know, bless him, um, in his life. Uh, but, mm. yeah, I don't know. I think who is to know, you know, with 100% certainty whether or not we were aware of his... The fact he was, you know, a gay man and whether that played any kind of part in his downfall, nobody really knows. But I yeah. think, to your point, Cena shared his opinion. Um, whether it was his opinion or he was towing the company line, who knows? You know, even I mean, if it, if it was the latter. possibility that he didn't fucking know. Yeah. Like, he may have been the face that runs the place, but he, he, he probably never truly knew. Like, there's things he'd have known that he didn't, like, say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But he might not have truly known what the release was and he might have even truly believed his own bullshit that like Canyon just was no good like he might have truly believed that who knows but again they're all his opinions as much as I don't agree with them like I don't think yeah. you can like come at the guy for that no. and um, I don't think again I don't think it's fair to say he, he contributed um, to Canyon's mental health in that sense because they were asking him those questions you can't just go well I'm not gonna I'm, not, I'm gonna totally avoid that topic do you know what I mean? No. He, he was kind of put in that position to, to say what he thought, and what he thought was was that, as much as yeah, I don't agree with it. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it's a very different thing when you're comparing opinions and with facts. Um, but ultimately, in this scenario, we're comparing the opinion of someone who thinks Chris Canyon was a fantastic wrestler to the opinion of someone who doesn't. Um, at the end of the day, everyone's yeah. got an opinion. So it is what exactly. it is. I don't think that that is cancel-worthy um, in any way, shape, or form. So... But yeah, I think obviously it's 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 horrible what happened, Chris. What he went through, and you know the life that he led, and the secrecy he felt he had to put out there, and and stuff, and obviously the the battles that he went through. But yeah, I don't know. I think to 
to cancel somebody for basically saying, oh, I don't think he was a good wrestler, whether it was his opinion or he was towing the company line. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't cancel someone for that. Um, but yeah, it's obviously unfortunate that it went the way it did with Canyon. Um, but yeah. yeah, who better than Canyon? To what I say. Indeed. So, um, so moving over, Carl, to um, to the next one is uh, almost a strange one in a way, but it feels like a good fit. This and it's uh, the fact that WWE and MGM are teaming up to cre- reboot the American Gladiators. Of course they are. Of course they fucking are. And why the fuck not? So we all may remember. Um, obviously, it was on TV in the nineties. I think we had a UK version of it as well, Carl, around the same time. I know we definitely mm-hmm. had the UK version, by the way. I just can't remember the era. Um, and then I think they rebooted it in I want to say two thousand and eight, and it actually had Hulk Hogan involved. Don't think they're going to do that this time. Just a hunch. Don't think he's going to be on TV. Uh, but yeah, apparently we're going to have this um, sort of. They've got a few different projects lined up lately that are um, very non-wrestling related but this it looks like we're going to see this uh, come through as a series and I'd be very interested to see what the WWE input on it is mm. uh, what do you make of this one Carl? I think it very much ties into the direction they seemingly appear to be going you know especially in the likes of NXT and stuff like that they're trying to find people who are their you know larger than life stars I think you can see even the likes of uh, Casey Catanzaro coming over from American Ninja Warrior you know, there's something that they're interested in, in that, of, like, athletes who are, you know, freakishly kind of strong or big or, you know, can do very athletic things. So, to your point, it feels like a good fit for the direction they're headed. Yeah. And then, naturally, in a, in a method of ca- uh, cashing in, apparently we're getting a 30 for 30 documentary on American Gladiators just to tie uh, it in as well. So why the Of not? course we are. <laughs> um, I'm sure they'll rake in the profits from that as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I, sure we're I mean, going to see Reggie flipping his way onto your screens even more. Oh, God. Please not. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. You know, I, you know. Interestingly, you mentioned obviously I was a big fan of the UK Gladiators, but I also had a game on the SNES or the NES back in the day of American Gladiators, and I absolutely fucking loved that game. So it was very, um, it was a little bit different to the one we had over here. To be fair, in terms of like the stuff they had them doing, so yeah, I screw just feel it. like bring it back. I don't know what's the best thing for it. Do you want it to stay very retro and campy like it was, or do you want it to become something else? Do you know what I mean? And how do you bring it back? I think with anything these days that has existed before is can you bring it back in the same light it was or do you have to make changes you know like the thing because it's a really difficult thing decision to make in it because like people are gonna compare it to the old one so do you try and pay homage to that Mm. in the right way or do you try and just do something totally different knowing that you're never gonna match it it's just it's difficult one man no it is um yeah we'll see let's see if it comes back on our screens i'm sure Um, it's gonna be a hit like the xfl (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so the next one to talk about, the Young Bucks are calling Anthony for new AEW titles. So um, it comes it comes from an update to their Twitter bio, which they do on a frequent basis. Um, but they updated their bio to read, give us the trios titles, hashtag superclick. Now, this has long been discussed. We know there's a lot of trios teams in AEW to the point where They've even factored it into their kind of win-loss records. So you have singles, tag, and trios um, making up the kind of overall uh, record and score. So, yeah, they definitely go all in, 
pun intended, <laughs> on um, trios kind of competitions. Uh, so, yeah, what do you make of this? The Young Bucks are basically hinting at the fact we might see some trios titles. I know that it's been also hinted at that we're going to get an additional women's title. Um, so, obviously, with the okay, TNT well, title we have today, uh, well, apparently we're going to get the TBS title for the women. So While we're talking titles... TBS title, bad idea. Okay. Um, and the trios titles, I think, are potentially a bad idea. And that's not me saying that the women don't deserve a second title. It's me saying that the roster is too thin at the moment to have two women's titles. Um, similarly with the trios, it's a similar vein. Uh, whilst they've got more trios than WWE have ever had, that might be an incorrect statement. Um, the, I don't think there's enough trios to merit a set of titles. And I think that we're almost... I worry about them falling victim to the WWE problem of having too many titles and not enough people. Yeah, um, I'm I'm on the fence. I'm not... You know, I can't agree with you on it because... <laughs> um, no, let's look at the women's side of it, right? If you bring in a TBS title, right? Mm. And then you go, how oh, Ruby Soho's like she's destined to, to go up again for the women's title when she's earned her spot. And now they've got a TBS title and they go, who oh, should we put it on? And the uh, Ruby Soho's got a title quicker than she should have had because she's the one in the limelight at the moment and they've got another women's title they need to fill. I just feel like it'd be a bit too much too soon. Yeah, I mean, I think that depends on the booking, right? So I think if, if to your point, if they just go, oh, well, Ruby, Ruby Soho is hot right now, we'll give her the title, then that would be a problem you, regardless like, of any title. Right now, that's kind of why <laughs> um, but for me, I don't think the women's roster is that thin anymore. I think we're almost at a point where... We've got the likes of a Chris Statlander, a Penelope Ford, a Rio, a Hikaru Shida, who well, keep going, aren't... Keep going. Uh, well, no, but the, you know, they're not going to be going up for the main title anytime soon. So me being a massive advocate of the IC title, I don't think it's a bad thing to have a secondary prize for them to go up. So you, are you, is this literally, I assume, the TBS title, then it's going to be the, the exactly what the TNT title is to the men's division? Well, It's going to be the secondary title. According to Tony, according to Tony Khan, according to Tony Khan, that isn't the case with the TNT title. He is firmly said he doesn't view the TNT title as a secondary title. He but views it is it, though. Well, we think that, but according to Tony, he doesn't believe that. So, so how can you be one person can be champion of the fucking world and the other one be champion of TNT? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it. <laughs> It depends how they do it. So I think when they brought the TNT title in and it was like a television championship, it was to be defended on TV and stuff like that. And, it, you know, that hasn't necessarily always come through. Like, it hasn't not either. You know, like this week on Dynamite, we're getting Miro versus Sammy on TV for the title. Mm. So, mm. you know, it's not almost like defended every week like it was with Cody. But, you know, um, I'm not against it, basically, is what I'm saying. I think it wouldn't do the women's division any harm because I do think if you look at it there's not a load of the women who are on the main event scene in AW that get a load of TV time but if they had a secondary title maybe it would they've just signed the likes of Kira Hogan they've just got uh, you know Jamie Hater do you know got... I'll, I'll give you I'll give you credit uh, yeah I'll, um, I'll take that to be fair that they, they are signing people left and right as well so I'm looking at what we've got now and I'm probably not even thinking of the likes of Jamie Hayter yet or even Julia Hart who are just getting into sort of building up as, as, as wrestlers in, in AEW that is um, so you make a good point maybe I'm just underestimating the, the, the depth of the women's roster at the moment yeah I think you know I haven't actually spoken to you about this off air um, but 
for next week's okay. segment. Um, I'm keen, obviously, with the impending draft coming up for WWE. I am keen to compare the rosters and basically say, like, you know, how much depth have they got, and what is the the quality of the people they've got in terms of like a tier list or something like that. So, would well, you want to do like? Like literally versus versus, or do you want to do one week looking at one company and one week looking at the other? I think how it depends. In depth do you want to go? I think it depends how long it takes us. Um, but I'd love to basically just get like a tier list up and just go. Here is the, the you know the WWE roster. Here's the ones we think are super caliber stars, like the likes of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> You're gonna go for um, for a second. <laughs> here are the ones who are super caliber. Um, and you know here are the ones who are A's, B's, C's, D's, whatever. Um, and then do the same for AW. Um. We need to agree on judging criteria, though, because I wouldn't want to, like, not rank in the same method, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we'll maybe just, like, discuss it and then come to some kind of agreement. Um, yeah. This is how cool we are, guys. When we're not podcasting, we're talking about wrestling. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, we yeah. do. Um, but, yeah, anyway, back to the trios title. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think we we do have a couple of trios. Um we have a trio of trios, if you will. Um, you know, we have. De- we I, have- th- I just hate stuff like this where it's similar to WWE with the tag belts, mm. where they're going to go, we need more trios. So then they start making trios. Yeah, you which know? I think will I happen. Know. But at the same time, I think they also have a roster of people who are trios. You've got the best friends, you've got Jurassic Express, you've got um, Super Click, you've got, like, you know, there's, there's shitloads. Keep going. You keep saying this, but there is there is shitloads. You've got any like I I can see it now. Where they're gonna have like it's Darby and Sting and Hook. I don't know. Um, like <laughs> well, yeah. Just... There you go. Ricky Starks, Hook, and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Shit, it's a trio. Really um, yeah. but yeah. So like you know, more and more of them. Like everyone complains about the amount of factions. Um, and effectively, it's not even necessarily a shitload of factions. It's like a shitload of like a trio and a tag team or a trio and two single stars or something. So to give them something to compete for, you know, look at like the, like the, the, you know, the inner circle, like you've got a tag team and like proud and powerful, but there's nothing to say that you couldn't have the rest of the guys in there go for the trios. Um, so mm. it does create a lot more kind of, I don't know. I, I don't think every feud okay. needs I, to have a title I be, involved. I'll, I'm going to go for positivity again. I will, <laughs> I will concede that this has potential. Yeah, I mean, it's something different. Like, it's not something we're used to in a, in a WWE or, you know, anywhere else, really. So a trio's kind of thing could be good. It could fall on its arse. I think we don't really know. But I do firmly believe a secondary women's title, as they are continuing to build up that roster, could be good for them, especially with the additional hour of telly that, you know, they've got, as well as uh, Dark and Elevation. So, um, yeah, interesting. I think they've literally only really got three titles plus tags, haven't they, at the minute? So, mm. yeah, I think they could add one or two more. All right. But if they start mentioning some sort of hardcore 24-7 title, I'm out. <laughs> well, if they do it well, and it's not just about flips. No, 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 I'm out. Mm. That's my limit. Okay. Um, fucking positivity didn't last long, did it? Anyway, what's the next one? Speaking of positivity, um, Shane Thorne. Who you may remember mm. from Retribution? I think he was the one they called Slapjack. I'm not. I don't know. I, who give a fuck, really? Mm. Um, he hasn't been seen on TV in a while, Carl, but he has been seen in some house shows. And what is he doing? I'll tell you what he's doing. He's um, decided he's gonna be Crocodile Dundee, 
Um, so we're going for a nice little gimmick change. Um, he's trying to embrace it. You know, I think he's put a couple of things on social media, like saying about like oh, Crocodile Dundee was badass. But um, it just feels like the old school WWE booking of, well, you're Australian. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but anything's better than a stupid mask and a stupid name. So what do you make of it, Carl? What do you make of this potential gimmick change? I mean, you say that anything is better than a stupid mask, but when that thing is, you're Australian, so you're going to be fucking Crocodile Dundee or Steve Irwin or, you know, something, then it's like... I'm, you know. I'm waiting for him to just terrify the fuck out of someone. You call that a knife? <laughs> well, fuck, Jane, put it down. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's still not compete with Drew McIntyre's sword. You know, it's all about the fucking... Who that, can swing that, the biggest... That's got to happen if they don't do swing. a segment where he does that. Yeah. It's all about swinging the biggest piece in WWE. Just a back and forth between him and Drew. Mm. You call that a knife? I I want that to happen though. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it sounds shit. Um, I'm sure it'll be shit. shit. I think positivity all the way. They've had a massive fetish for this kind of gimmick ever since that um, tough enough season when they had that guy um, whose name escapes me, but he was a, a you know the guy who. He wanted Nathan to win Jones. it. No. Um, and basically, he was like from Florida and he used to wrestle alligators and stuff and they were they were fucking all over it. Like, they wanted him to be like this big star, but effectively, he just couldn't be asked. So, but, I think, what do you think is, I think WWE pushing into the whole variety show element, like you say, I think they'll probably try and get a point where he actually wrestles an alligator. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't surprise or me. Or they do or, something with a live alligator. I think they want that to happen. And sadly, Shane's got the gimmick, so... Or it'll be someone, you know, from catering who is dressed as an alligator because that seems more fitting, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, Shane Thorne, new gimmick. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, and speaking of things that people might not have thunk, um, so we mentioned last week that AW have partnered with the uh, Owen Hart Foundation. Uh, obviously, we're closely with Martha Hart. Now, we also mentioned last week that a while ago we, we reported on <laughs> uh, AEW trademarking uh, the King of Hearts name and we were kind of speculating on what that might mean it turns out that it, we were right we solved the case that they were planning to use it for some kind of tournament to honor, case closed, um, Owen Hart however they have been blocked from using that name so yeah I believe that was the original plan they were going to call it the King of Hearts tournament um, but yeah it's been blocked Um but it's unknown as to who has blocked it. Now, you would think... Oh, how was, weird was this? <laughs> it's obviously WWE, right? No, no. Sabrina. Clarissa explains it all. Gets involved. Because um, Melissa Joan Hart <laughs> herself has apparently got a men's clothing line called King of Hearts. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my teenage witch. The petty... <laughs> No, <laughs> teenage bitch. Sabrina the teenage bitch. Um, so yeah, in uh, surprising. Yeah, we, I mean, again, we don't know if it's true or not, but it it may be that they blocked it. Yeah, surprising what? headlines you didn't expect to hear today. Sabrina the teenage witch blocks Owen Hart's uh, tournaments from AW. Um, Which so, is yeah, madness so. because like I don't know how all this sort of legality works, but obviously the King of Hearts was Owen Hart's nickname way before her clothing line existed, so you wouldn't think she'd be able to block it, especially no. because the trademark was successful for AEW, so I don't understand how it's being blocked by anybody. No. I just, I don't get how it works, I really don't, but obviously they, they're, they're not using it, we know they're not using it because they've already announced the tournament, 
Um, and I think the name of the, the actual cup was going to be the Owen, wasn't it? Didn't you report last week? Yeah, so, so so they're calling the actual cup aspect of it the Owen, but I think they're going to call it the uh, call it the Owen Hart Memorial Cup or something like that. But they will win the Owen. Um, so you know, it's it's still going to be nice. It's still going to be an homage. Oh, but it does like in, in a lot of respects, it, it really doesn't matter too much, does it? The King of Hearts, mm. I think, had a in all honesty had a nicer ring to it, but it the the meaning behind the tournament is still the same regardless. Yeah, I think as well in in a weird way, it may have been beneficial to call it the Owen Hart Memorial Cup because I could see down the line people going, well, why why can't the women wrestle in this? It's called the King of Hearts. That's sexist. Uh, um, yeah. So that's yeah. a fair point. It doesn't have that. Yeah, that uh, gendered sort of naming, does it? So yeah. So who being knows? very woke there, um, I love it. Well, it's the world we live in. But yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe it's been beneficial in that sense. But yeah, Owen was the king of hearts. Um, but ultimately, he was Owen Hart. He was everyone. You know, someone that everybody loved. So yeah, the Owen Hart Memorial Cup and the chance to win the Owen. Um, as an annual thing, uh, I think is is still going to be fantastic. I can't wait to see it. Um, I love a tournament. Everybody knows this. I want the King of the Ring to come back. Um, we're now going to get the Owen Hart Memorial Cup, and I'm here for it. Thank you, AW, and you know, awesome to see Owen kind of getting honoured and his legacy carrying on, really, because he was such a fucking excellent talent um, and gone too soon. So, yeah, indeed. And uh, so there you go. In brief, uh, Sabrina blocks Owen Hart tournaments. <laughs> yes, she does. Um, so, Carl, next one. Kind of not a lot to say, but an interesting piece. I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, we had a, a fan recently tweeting, uh, good old Wyndham, or Bray Wyatt as he's known, um, saying, we miss you, Bray, essentially is what he said. <laughs> uh, and Bray responded saying, Everything will be clear. I'll see you all very soon. And then revenge is a confession of pain. So, you know, as cryptic as, as Bray likes to be. But um, obviously this was 15th of September, this tweet. So a lot of people are like, soon, you say. Um, and obviously we know, in fact, the speculation over this whole contract status, because we know that um, his non-compete would be coming up towards the end of October, I think, based mm-hmm. on people going, this is when he's released, this is 90 days. But there's also this weird rumour, and I don't even know if you can do this, but there's this rumour going around as well that he didn't accept the the 90-day non-competes. Now, I don't know if you can do that, like whether people accept it for the payout, and that, that's how it works. You get released, you get an amount of money, and, and you don't compete for 90 days. And mm. he's just gone, nah, I'm good, um, or not. But that would be pointless, given that we're getting close to the end of October. So you'd just take the money, wouldn't you, for the sake of an extra few weeks? So I don't know if that's true or not, but a lot of people are suggesting you could see him sooner rather than later because he never never had the 90 days or never accepted the 90 days. I don't know if there's truth to that bit. But what do you make of this? Do you think um, so many people really want this to be a, an actual work? I don't know. Like, I would be actually really kind of pissed off if it ends up being a work with WWE, you know. Mm. I don't know how you feel about this, but like to turn something that you've actually done to dozens of people into a story, just massively cunty, isn't it? Like, we didn't I mean, really sack this one. There was a lot of talk about that when the with the Drake Maverick, wasn't there? Um, around the time, uh, whether or not he saved his his career, or whether it was like a bit of a work and insensitive and stuff at the time. I, I think. Really hope that he saved his career because if it was a work, that is like a massively yeah. insensitive thing to do. I mean, you know. 
there's already rumours that Bray Wyatt is going to show up tonight. Um, obviously, Dynamite hails from Rochester in New York, which is the hometown of uh, Brody Lee. So, people... I mean, how beautiful would it be for him to turn up tonight? Well, exactly. So, I, I have no idea whether there's any truth to any rumours in this, or whether it's you know wishful thinking. But Well, I'm staying um, up to watch it now. Thanks, Cal. <laughs> but no, I think, um, you know... There's a lot of speculation that something like that might happen. So we know what happened with the likes of Alistair Black with him not having the 90-day compete clause and so he just rocked up after 30 days and shocked everyone. We also know that, you know, TNT have said after the whole Sting thing, you know, we want to announce the people <laughs> ahead of time uh, so that we can get more viewership on the show. So, you know. I don't know, man. I think TNT, that was said before the whole Punk and Brian Danielson <laughs> stuff. Hmm. And look how well that worked. Yeah. I don't think they need... Because bear in mind, people were speculating like, fuck over Punk. No one speculated over Danielson turn off that night. No, not that night. The night he did turn off, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I um, I think they've proved that it, the surprise element can work. And whilst they'd like to announce, or they may want or have to do some announcements, I think this would be one that they definitely won't. Yeah, Even I mean... Adam. Don't get me wrong, if, uh, if if Bray Wyatt rocks up tonight on Dynamite, I'm going to lose my shit. Um, I don't see it happening, personally. Um, I just, but, I don't know, that the like the poetry behind it would just be great, wouldn't it? No, it, it would be good. I think, I don't, the problem is, I don't know, I want him to be in AW. I don't know how I want him to be used. Like, people are like, oh, he should, he should go in and take over the Dark Order and do like I an homage really to Brody. I'm I don't not think a fan. anyone should lead the Dark Order now. No, people, but obviously they're in disarray at the minute, so what do you do? Do you have someone like Hangman come back and try and fix it? Do you, you know, give it to someone else to take the reins? Like, what do you actually do? So that's all up in the air. But then you've got the other aspect of, like, would you bring him back and align him with the likes of Malachi Black? And it's like, well, no, mm, no, either. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. So I don't really know what you do with him. You bring him back and have him be his own, ent- like, like, entity, um, which... Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards, but then you've also got like so many others who are just like these creepy guys now who are a bit like. He was aligning with something just because there's a lot going on. I mean, maybe if he just, you know, randomly appears to Sister Abigail Cody every once in a while, and I think that'd get him over with the crowd. I mean, fucking hell, yeah. (laughs) Instant baby face. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I don't don't think he's coming back tonight. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back, but. Um, I would love him to show up in AW at some point, um, and I can't wait to see what's next. You know, he's clearly got a fantastic mind for the business. You know, he's coming. I mean, don't get me wrong, Husky Harris, not exactly brilliant, but you know, Bray Wyatt, uh, the you fiend characters he's and such stuff. An, such an asset on the creative side of things, even not in the ring. Like, if they had him, like from the creative element, like look at the work he did over the pandemic for WrestleMania. He, he essentially put most of that. I, I'm going to say all of it, but I'll give most, just to be fair, of his whole storyline with John Cena together and um, the creativity behind it's amazing. And uh, he's always been great with his character work. I think uh, he's definitely an asset to them. Um, I do worry about AEW getting oversaturated at, at times, especially, mm. like you say, with solo stars. So that is a fact there. But I just I just don't I don't think it'd be right for anyone to take the, the reins with the Dark Order. That's the thing. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a weird one. I think um, if if all is to be believed, he's still got like another 30 days or so left on his uh, non-compete clause. Um, but nobody knows what exactly has been signed or not signed or whatever. Well, so if he, he told the line when he turns up, but he doesn't compete. Um, 
you know, there's or, always an element of that. <laughs> or he just rocks back up in WWE, like nothing's happened. Who even knows? Yeah, um, he broke the ropes. <laughs> Just oh, oh shit! I didn't even think I'm about sorry. that. I'm sorry. Don't, don't. <laughs> sorry. Oh god. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Please no. So yeah, interesting one. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we do get to see him somewhere soon because obviously he is a legend. So fingers crossed on that one. Um, the next one, Anthony, to talk about. Sorry, just before we leave that though, the last uh, image he put up was that that Oni mask. Do you think mm. he, we're actually going to get like a different character? Like because that obviously that. Uh, it'd be nothing like the fiend with it. It'd be very. Um, I, I don't. Spiritual is probably not the right word. I don't know enough history behind that only mask, or the, 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 that sort of design too well. But like we could see a totally different character, or maybe even just Bray. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like if they go down the only route, it's going to be some kind of you know spirituality, some kind of um, you know harnessing of some kind of power in some way. So you know, a little bit. Um, supernatural for AEW, which isn't necessarily a bad thing um but yeah uh, be interesting to see how it all fits in with the current setup good okay i'm done now you can move on to the next one that you're trying to do okay anyway as i was saying actually just one more um uh, shut up um so this is actually good news for us anthony because Yay. it's been announced confirmed that the royal rumble is going to take place on saturday January 29th, 2022. Guys, honestly, I'm sure it means something to the Americans as well. We have no idea how important that is for, for UK fans. Because yes. we're staying at Royal Rumble. We, we we do this with Royal Rumble. We are staying up to watch Royal Rumble. No two yeah. ways about it. Uh, and yeah. having to go into work the next day is a real... Like... Oh, God, yeah. And then it's like, you know, I'm, all right, I'm going to have to book it off then. But then you book off a day and you just spend most of it just absolutely dying in bed. So the fact is, it's on a Saturday means we are definitely watching this together. We're staying up, probably going to do another live Twitch or something like that. You know, we're here for it. It's going to be good times. Um, but yeah, obviously cemented for us that we're doing something live on this, definitely, for, I'm, um, for sure. So, Not to not to talk shop, Carl, but like I'm thinking that rather than doing one big live, we do live reactions Okay, periodically. As we're hyped about something, because um, then it'll allow us to enjoy the rumble. The rumble is a very important pay per view to me. I've just got like visions of his, um, you know, live reaction to like someone entering the Royal Rumble, and it's just like <gasps> it's like a two second, um, you know, video that we post. <laughs> live reaction to the main title. Not again. That's it. Four seconds. Stick it on the um, stick, stick it on the YouTube shorts. Why not? Um, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's one of them. No, I, I mean, I get your points. Obviously, we tried something drastic, didn't we, for WrestleMania, where we were, like, live-streaming the whole thing for, like, four hours. And I think, yeah, I think probably more so for you, because I'm blind as fuck anyway, is trying to keep up with, like, the comments and <laughs> yeah. who's saying what. What's and old man Carl? Like, what what's did going they on? Say? Yeah, there's kids these days on these computers. <laughs> um, no, but, I'm just yeah. thinking, like, because um, I want to engage, obviously, but... Um, I, 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 the Royal Rumble is more important to me than Mania, if I'm honest with you. So uh, I'm like, nah, I'm watching that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, um, I mean, regardless of whatever we decide, we'll definitely be, be, you know, be back with copious amounts of activity. I think we did like a drinking game last time and stuff, didn't we? Um, we did. For the fans, every, so. every time we have to take a drink, we'll live stream. Yeah. Carl's very brutal drinking game last time. Yep. 
you know what? It sounded fine at the time. Everyone even praised it, and then I think only when they did it did they go, "God, this, yeah, this, had, this was bad." I know. I know there was definitely two, two or three who communicated with us over the fact that they tried it, and yeah, <laughs> they had the same experience as us yeah. that it was never wasn't again. feasible. The fact, <laughs> I mean, the fact is, we're British, and you know, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you, but to me, yeah, we we like a drink. Um, like so, yeah. Um, so yeah, one of them. One of them things, but yeah, I'm sure we'll be back in some capacity. Might have to tone it down, you know, make it PG so the kids can drink too. No, don't drink it. Instead, you have to draw it back with doing smear off ice instead, just to keep it safe. <laughs> Blue wickets all around. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but no, I, I I was made up with this. Obviously, Royal Rumble on a Saturday, fucking brilliant news for us in the UK. Um, so I mean, I'm not even. I don't think we've got this as a new segment, so I, I suppose I can slightly segue into it now. But there's also the belief that WWE are going to come to the UK for SummerSlam next year. Nice. So, I mean, potentially... It was the last time we had a, a big pay-per-view in SummerSlam 92, obviously. And you remember uh, that one quite fondly, don't you, Carl? Oh, yeah. Fucking course I do. Um, Am I right in saying that sold out in how many seconds, Carl? Oh, yeah. Many. Many, like... In many seconds. Many seconds. Yep. Thanks, um, Thanks historian. Many few seconds. Um, no, it, I mean, it wasn't long. Um, but no, obviously, Brett versus Bulldog was, was massive, obviously, for us as a family and as a household, you know, divided the family. <laughs> and, you know, we spoke to Georgia about it, obviously, just um, how much it meant. And, you know, it still gets talked about to this day. It was Davies, probably his, his best ever match. Um, but yeah, obviously, we've had Insurrection and, like, Rebellion, I think, at one point over here. Um, so, random stuff. But to have a SummerSlam back over here again, I think, would be amazing. So, I think it's talked about being in Cardiff, which is a bit of a ball, like, you know, you know but still isn't a million venue? miles away. You know it's a really good venue, Liverpool. It is. That is that is a good place. Just saying. Um, yeah, it's funny because me and Anthony keep saying... Um, Okay, we're definitely going to go and see, um, you know, see them next time they come over. So they've just been over, and we didn't go and see them. Now, WWE are coming over to Liverpool, so I'm like, maybe we'll do it. Um, mm-hmm. But then AW, AW talking about it, but they're like, uh, yeah, we'll probably go to Craven Cottage in London. And it's like, well, that's eh, not for us. Um, not going to go down <laughs> Fuck there. Fuck you, to be Tony. <laughs> um, but then you know, finally we get like a pay per view from WWE coming over as well, and it's like Cardiff, and it's like. Couldn't it be like North Wales at least? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just like we, we don't like to travel. Yeah, exactly. Lazy bastards, lazy bastards. Um, but yeah, Manchester. Oh. Like even Manchester is too far. Like oh, obviously, that's, that's what I was going for. Like not against Manchester, it's just it's the next closest one. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, it's like Liverpool. We can do Manchester. Uh, like we've been to Newcastle before, but that was a mission one. It? it was a couple of hours, so. Yeah, and to be fair, did, didn't we go somewhere like Stoke or somewhere for like not for wrestling but for a concert as well? Like we're not we're not opposed to traveling, but we're getting lazier in our old age. I think. Yeah, now we are. Um, but yeah, interesting times all around. Royal Rumble is on a Saturday. Um, WWE potentially coming over to the UK um, and AW still TBD on when they come over too. So yeah, exciting times. Well, just thinking for us. about it, like we we're not going to get any sympathy for this, you know, like. Mm. In America, it's like they try like eight hundred miles or something, and we're just like uh, ten. Yeah, but we're old and lazy. I don't and think these guys, <laughs> you know, they've got the whole lives ahead of them. We're old. Old. Mm. So the next one, Carl. Um, speaking of old, 
Nick Khan, Nick Khan has been seen backstage at a few shows now, and it is heavily believed that he's actually going to become a fixture backstage at, at shows in WWE. Uh, it's been reported that he now travels with Vince McMahon quite regularly so they can conduct business whilst um, at the shows and such like that. Um, and it is not unusual to see him backstage or have a backstage presence from one Nick Khan anymore. It's not unusual so, um, to have Nick Khan backstage, yeah. Usual to fire everyone. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Nick will uh, be regularly backstage, apparently, and um, he's uh, he's here to stay. Wonderful, wonderful. Mm. I was going for Matt Hardy there. Sorry. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, especially like traveling with Vince. Uh, that that's mm. a reality show on the WWE Network waiting to happen. <laughs> traveling with Vince. Dad, did you just sneeze? Ah, get out of my sight. Um, uh, that's yeah. a good shit. <laughs> I mean, we've heard all the stories about Vince. He's a fucking... I cannot wait for the day. Like, I hope he does some kind of autobiography. It'd be so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like... Oh, man. I don't, I, it's going to have to have so many people review it. <laughs> you can't say that, Vince. You can't. You, can't, you just can't. I mean... He'll have to release it once he's dead because I imagine there's that many <laughs> much incriminating evidence in there um, based on the kind of guy he is. Um, yeah. Just the confessions of he's already wrote it. He just can't release it. He just cannot fucking release it. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So the last one to close out the news with Anthony is a bit of an interesting one. So we're not going to do spoilers for Extreme Rules, but you might oh, be yes. able to tell by uh, this this new story the outcome of the match. Um, but rumour has it that Alexa Bliss is set to be taken off WWE TV um, pretty much imminently um, so yeah obviously she was in a match with Charlotte Flair um, at Extreme Rules um, and as part of that match we did see um, the destruction of Alexa Bliss's closest friend Lily um, and obviously a bit of a mental breakdown slash freak out from Alexa um, as you know a result of the shenanigans that took place so yeah the belief is that she's being written off TV for what has been said to be a few months so interesting timing with the likes of the draft coming up this week um, but yeah what do you make of it uh, Alexa Bliss not around anymore do you think she's gonna go I, away I don't, and come I back? don't want to be this guy mm. and I, I'm gonna apologize to everyone now right is this WWE being a bit cunty about Bray? Maybe. She's having to have time off because of her best friend. Like, I don't want to be that guy because it was a real-life tragedy, but it just feels a little bit, storyline-wise, a little bit like a fuck you. Or is that just me? I mean, damn. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, to be fair. I didn't, so you said it the way you said it. <laughs> um... Yeah, shit, maybe. Um, you know, they, they've been quite meta with stuff, haven't they, WWE lately? Like, they are literally, you know, making kind of, uh, you know, real-world situations play out in front of our eyes. So um, It's just funny because she's carrying the Bray Wyatt sort of gimmick, as it were, in a way. Mm. And, um, like, they're doing that. Like, I, I don't know, the whole thing with Lily. And I'm like, uh, uh, I hope they're not, because that's like really fucking insulting, but it's yeah. just crossed my mind, and I thought I'd share it with you. I mean, it's an excellent point, to be fair. I think, I can't remember, did we cover 
some new story, no idea the legitimacy of it, of around, um, you know, Bray, that's not the reason why he was off, it's not about the fact that Brody had passed away, blah, 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 but yeah, well, apparently it changed was, every week. good to go and, and, and so on, and like... The, like the rumors that like he needed time off weren't actually true apparently but again even we don't even know if that counter argument is true because nothing's really been said from the right places you know mm. interesting all round I would say um, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah I so sorry even... to throw that out there that thought out there because it's not a nice thought but I was like oh, that, that felt too similar you know um, this is now making the dirt sheets right yeah. you know this Melt, Melter's picking this up like, I've got inside sources, I'd say. Inside um, sources. On the meltdown. Yeah. Mm. Okay. yeah so um bad now. I let's let's pull away from that slight thought there. So apologies for that one. I, I almost didn't want to say it. Uh but let's look at the women's division with Ara. That's a terrifying thought, isn't it? Mm. We're left with the Don't worry, Shayna and Naya and Dewdrop and Eva Marie will carry Raw for us. It's going to be fine. I'm so glad the fucking draft is coming because Raw really needs it. Yeah. I mean, the sad part is is that SmackDown probably needs it too. Like, I know they've had uh, Becky and, and Bianca kind of holding up things. I know Bailey's out injured but and they brought Sasha back. But, yeah, I feel like it's, they need some well, kind of... I think of... that the, the big-name talent is too heavy on the SmackDown side, isn't it? you got Sasha, Becky, Bianca. <laughs> then they brought in the, the like popular ones from NXT... Who was again the the new to SmackDown, but they're still popular. NXT and Tony Storm and Shotzi. You got fan favorite out of Liv Morgan. We've got um, like Selena Vega, who's not being used very well right now, but also a big name. It just seems way too heavy on the SmackDown side. Definitely needs spacing out. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right. I think Raw does have a decent amount, but they've just been booked so poorly that you just kind of forget they exist. Like Nikki Cross and Ray Ripley and stuff like that, and Asuka. Where's Asuka? Well, you know what I mean? Nikki Cross and Ray Ripley are kind of floating between the two, aren't they now? Because they're tag team champs, so they can yeah. go on to any show. Not that they ever do, but they can. <laughs> um, can. Uh, and Asuka's not on screen at the minute for whatever reason, so you just, like, all we're getting is, like, Shayna and Nia or Dewdrop and Eva Marie. Yeah. Beyond, obviously, Charlotte and Alexa, and now Alexa's not going to be on TV. Yeah. No, you're right. I think, um, yeah, it's, it's a long time coming, I think, for this draft, and Hopefully they get it right to the point where things feel fresh again. Um, but we'll see. It wouldn't be the first time that you know they've just done a draft and pretty much everybody's stayed more or less where they were. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that Anthony was the news was this week. That was it. Went through all the news, all the rumors, everything going on in the world of wrestling. Um, and yeah, we will be also talking about the fallout from Extreme Rules. If you haven't checked it out already, we've just covered This Week in Wrestling, uh, where we spoke about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, and Rampage, um, as well as some stuff that was going on in Impact. So if you haven't already, check that out. But we will be back to talk about Extreme Rules right after this. Yeah. This is Griff Garrison, and you're listening to a to the K. 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 A to the K.